0: Corsa supports mother runners and joins us in wishing you a happy Mother's Day. Corsa is dedicated to delivering original, performance-driven apparel designed for runners by runners, including a mother runner. Get twenty dollars off your order at roadrunnersports.com/amr. Stress less, live better with Calm. Go to calm.com/amr for a limited time. Get forty percent off your Calm premium subscription with hundreds of hours of programming unlimited access to Calm's entire library, and new content added every week. Knockaround high-quality shades go the extra mile. They are affordable, stylish sunglasses that are perfect for running. Now even more so as Dimity and I created our own custom pairs of running shades. To check out and buy, go to knockaround.com AMR. <laughs> Welcome to another Mother Runner. This is Sarah Bowen Shea. I am joined by Katie Snevice. Hello, Katie. It's been a while. I was just
1: going to say it's been a while. Um, It's it's fun to be here again.
0: Thank you. Yeah, I mean, because you're our CMO, we do talk pretty much every day, which is a delight. (laughs) But in terms of hosting, it's been a while. Yes,
1: I know. I, I mean, honestly, a couple of months, I feel like I know we were trying to do one together and then something came up on my end. So I
0: appreciate you inviting me back
1: on the pod. I'm excited
0: <laughs> about this topic. It hits home for me. Yes, yes. Oh, well, then we got to We got to announce the topic and then we'll come back to the chit chat. It's um because this is the. Mother's Day edition of the podcast, which I'm not sure I've ever celebrated before on the podcast, which seems kind of like a huge oversight. Um. From this day forward, we will, for sure. Yes, Yes. So our guest is a woman named Nina Restieri, who is the mom of four who lives in Greenwich, Connecticut. So right next door to where I grew up. And Nina is the founder of mom agenda, which is the maker, a maker of day planners tailored for you guessed it moms and Nina's first book just debuted. It's has a long title. It's called overcoming the mom life crisis, ditch the guilt, put yourself on the to-do list and create a life you love. Amen. Yes, exactly. So I just thought this was the type of conversation we needed to have leading into mother's day weekend. So, um, we will now, though, hop back to finding out about you. And you are, tr- because Nina will join us in a little while, um, you are training for a 10K race, are you not? Or are you in taper mode?
1: Um, well, I ran this morning. So, okay. and I'm going to run tomorrow morning. So, I'm going to taper Thursday and Friday. <laughs>
0: Taper light. (laughs) (laughs) L-I-T-E.
1: Exactly. You know how I roll. It's kind of a freewheeling sort of situation because of this whole mom life crisis. Cause I run when I can fit it in. I mean, I wish that I was better about, you know, putting together a schedule, but it's just kind of, it it just, you know, life happens. So I'm so curious to hear tips from Nina about how I can change that. But, um, yes, there is a live in-person race here oh. in Colorado mm-hmm. down on the Highline, which is one of Dimity's favorite places to yes. cruise. Yeah. Um, and I actually met a friend and ran down there today. And I, I mm. usually run down there about once a week and it's just so gorgeous. It's flat. It's gravel. It's just a really pretty part of Colorado. It so is. yeah, So we are, there's a race this weekend, but the funny part about it is my husband, who is also a big runner is running it too. So we signed up and he got a bunch of his friends to sign up. Like he's been going and he's been training hard. Like I laugh because (laughs) he and his buddies are all in there, you know forties go do track workouts at the high school down the street. And I just chuckle thinking about it. I'm like, do you guys wear short shorts? Are there high school kids down there with you while you guys are running sprints? Are they like dads get out of here? It just makes me laugh the whole situation, but I'm proud of them because they've been working really hard for this race. But you know, when you have two parents running the same race, it makes Mm -hmm. it difficult. Um, especially on the weekend during spring sports. So yes, As of yesterday, Mm -hmm. yeah, sorry. So, as of yesterday, I was like, I can't run this race because now I have to coach a soccer game. Ella's swim meet is in the morning versus the afternoon. And then I was running today with my friend on this gorgeous part of, you know, this gorgeous trail. And I was thinking about this podcast and I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to run it. I'm going to figure it out. We'll drop off Ella early. We'll find someone to watch Annie. Someone else will coach the soccer game because. I deserve to run it too. So that's, Amen. that's plan as of now. Yes.
0: Yes. I'm excited yes. about it. Awesome. Um, that is awesome. So it's the races Saturday or mother's It's Day.
1: Saturday morning. Yeah. It's Saturday morning. Um, and at first I was like, it's interesting to have a Saturday race, but then I put two and two together and realized it's because, I'm assuming Sunday is mother's day. So it's just a 10 K. I mean, I shouldn't say just, oh, but it's, don't. you know, I know, I know, sorry. It slapped my <laughs> hand. Um, it's a 10 K, which I'm really excited about. I haven't raced a 10 K since I don't know when was the last time we raced 2019, probably like, uh, um, the, I'm trying to think what Boulder, Boulder.
0: I was about to say Boulder, Boulder is a 10 K. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. But that was the last one was may 2019. So it'll be fun to be out there. I'm curious to see, you had to sign up for a wave. So, Mm -hmm. you know, there's, they have probably eight different waves to choose from. So I imagine they're going to stagger it. I mean, it's not a big trail, so I don't know how they're going to fit all these people, um, safely, but I'm not going to worry about it. I'm just going to show up. Mm -hmm. Not my job. Exactly. As long as I get my kids somewhere safe and you know with a snack and a water bottle on their way to games, I am I'm good to go. <laughs> oh
0: my gosh. So what were the time windows that I mean like how because I just, you know, this is all new to a lot, so many of us. I mean totally.
1: The, so the first one was 730. So I mean it was only 10 civilized. minute increments. Yeah. So 730, 740. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think 750 and then it skipped ahead about an hour. So they must have, you know, I guess they assume I shouldn't say assume, but they average maybe an hour to hour and 15 minutes for people to run the 10K. So then the next wave is mm-hmm. about an hour and a half later, and then there's another wave and oh. a 10 o'clock hour. Um, wow! yes, mm. yes. So it's, we'll see how it all goes. And apparently you get pancakes afterwards and, mm. and a beer cause mm. it's Colorado. So <laughs> I'll report back. It's, I mean, I, it, it'll just be fun to, to go there and like I said, run outside, right? Yeah. A
0: yeah. little, little hazy IPA at oh, uh, exactly. 8:40 AM.
1: <laughs> totally. And then cruise back and pick up my kids at all their games, you know, with a little buzz. It's, it'll be great. So <laughs>
0: So, so what is your start? Kidding. Time? I'm
1: kidding about that, by the <laughs> yes, way.
0: Yes. What, what's your start time? What's your wave?
1: 740.
0: Oh, okay. So you did opt for the earliest time. For, for, I, pretty
1: yeah, much. I did. Yeah, exactly. So I think the 730 got um, booked up pretty quickly. And so, yeah, we're all running in the 740 wave. So mm-hmm. then, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, as you're the same way, it's hard when I ran the marathon a couple of years ago and my start time was like 10, I mean, that just was so hard to wrap my head around because- <laughs> yes you're He'll like,
0: time. How
1: do... so totally. And then, you know, you've got your whole routine in the morning with nutrition and digestion. And you're like, I don't understand how this is all going to work. It does all end up working, but I much prefer an early morning start time. Don't you?
0: That was very tactful of you to say, and digestion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> we all know what I'm referring to. Yes. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Gosh, you know, Boston starts so late and then, well, you want to run New York and New York starts late. Really? I know. You have to get over there.
1: I know that, that stresses me out, but Mm -hmm. again, I mean, I think you just, yeah, I, I, everyone seems to figure it out. Right. And God Mm -hmm. forbid something happens. There are porta potties along the route. So you can, (laughs) you won't be left, you know, to the wind, but it is is just nice to have a normal smart, smart start time in the morning
0: yes i agree i agree completely well all right well we will be talking with nina about mom guilt and mom life crisis and all that stuff after this break stay with us a few years ago i decided to ditch short sleeve shirts i felt they were neither here nor there and opted to wear only long sleeve tees or tank tops silly me This year in Portland, we had a colder than normal spring. On morning runs, there was a persistent chill in the air that made me reach for a course of running top called the Cadence Run Short Sleeve. It made me change my tune on short sleeve shirts. The weight of the four-way stretch fabric is ideal. Substantial enough for modesty, read it skims my belly, yet light enough to keep me comfortable. Also keeping me cool, discreet perforations all over the back of the tee. And keeping me safe are small reflective dots all over the front, perfect for low light morning runs. Corsa is the fun, functional running apparel line sold exclusively by Roadrunner Sports. Corsa pieces are designed by a mother runner who was a guest on the show in January. She told us about bringing her experience training for and running more than a dozen marathons to designing Corsa apparel. You need to experience Corsa for yourself, and we have an amazing exclusive offer for our community. Shop the entire Corsa collection at roadrunnersports.com AMR to get $20 VIP cash to spend on your first course of apparel purchase, plus a free 90-day trial in the Roadrunner Sports VIP program. Whew, that's a lot to digest, so let me boil it down for you. Go to roadrunnersports.com amr and you get $20 off your first course of purchase. As always with Roadrunner Sports, you get free shipping on your order. Don't delay, right after listening to this episode, scoot over to RoadrunnerSports.com AMR to save $20 on your first Corsa apparel purchase. RoadrunnerSports.com AMR. As we'll talk about in this episode, stress and anxiety are unavoidable facts of life. The good news? You can navigate change, feel more relaxed, and quiet your mind with Calm. All this year, we're partnering with Calm, the number one mental wellness app, to give you the tools that improve the way you feel. More than 100 million people around the globe use Calm to take care of their mind, including me. I use Calm daily, whether to start my morning outright with The Daily Trip, a guided meditation led by Jeff Warren, listening to Calm's curated music tracks to improve my focus during the workday, or drifting off to sleep with soundscapes. My latest favorite is Zen Garden Gentle Rain. The other evening, soothing nature sounds, though, just weren't enough. After an hour of tossing like a ship at sea, I headed down to the living room, intending to read. Instead, I started doing a letting go into sleep meditation on Calm. It's 31 minutes long, yet after just 10 minutes, I could feel my anxiety diminish. I headed back up to bed and off to sleep. For listeners of the show, Calm is offering a special limited time promotion of 40% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com AMR. That's 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library, and new content is added every week get started today by going to calm.com slash amr that's c-a-l-m.com slash amr okay so i've been talking up Knockaround sunglasses for a few episodes now and for good reason the brand makes stylish performance shades that are perfect for running especially since they are priced reasonably enough to have several pairs to go with various running outfits and now for the grand verbal unveiling i've been hinting at we designed two custom pairs of eponymously named knockaround sunglasses, the Dimity and the Sarah that just debuted in advance of Mother's Day. It was so dang fun to design custom knockaround glasses, choosing every detail down to the color of the little K logo on the side. Dimity's shades are sunshine bright in pink and orange, while I went for my power color, purple, with stripes on the arms. Both pairs are polarized, have mirrored lenses that offer UV 400 protection. The lenses are also FDA approved impact resistant. Knockaround pioneered the affordably priced, high-quality sunglasses category in 2005 so they know what they're doing. Now an industry leader, Knockaround is inspired by melting pots of sports, fashion, music, arts, and the surrounding lifestyle. Hey, and now AMR. To check out and buy our custom sunglasses, go to knockaround.com AMR. Once you buy a pair of the Dimity or the Sarah, you get a code for 20% off your next Knockaround purchase. And we know you'll want more pairs once you try them. Again, that URL is knockaround.com slash A-M-R, K-N-O-C-K-A-R-O-U-N-D dot com slash A-M-R. Well, welcome, Nina. And I think in full disclosure, we need to divulge our original connection, (laughs) which we alluded to on the Instagram Live that you and I did yesterday. But so here it is, the the grand unveiling (laughs) is... (laughs) Big reveal. (laughs) Yes. So so my husband, Jack, and you dated for, he says, about nine months while students at Colgate University. So um, he connected us way back when, after the launch of our first book, Run Like a Mother. And now I would have to say that you and I are better friends Um, I'm sure
2: that wasn't Jack's intention,
0: but here we are. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. So, and we, and, and I did not know you at Colgate. I didn't know Jack at Colgate. So, you know, that was all on a parallel track while I was off with, you know, the man who became husband number one. So, um, so it's all good. Well, that's the
2: great thing about Colgate, right? That everyone, you just feel like your family.
0: Mm -hmm. even if you didn't
2: know each other there.
0: Exactly. Precisely. Yeah.
1: Nina, tell us a little bit about your workout life these days. Um, we know you have a few half marathons under your shoes, but it sounds like you're more of an indoor cycling maven than a mother runner. Is that the case?
2: Yes. Well, I, I was very into running for years and years, did a bunch of half marathons and other races. And, um, during the during the pandemic, I actually started doing indoor cycling, which morphed into indoor cycling and strength training. And um, I've gotten pretty obsessed with it, like to the same extent that I was obsessed with running mm-hmm. during that time. Um, so this is, what I, this is what I do. Like I get obsessed with something for several years And then I do it so much that I cannot stand it anymore. And I have to find something
1: else. I can relate to that.
0: Well, that leads into needing you to talk about another um, athletic. um, I don't think I need air quotes around that obsession that you had, which was pole dancing as a form of exercise and self-expression. So tell us about um, how you got into pole dancing and kind of what it did for your body and mind.
2: Well, You know, I was, I was really searching for that. You know, what is that form of exercise that's going to make me just lose track of time and get into a state of flow? Mm -hmm. I tried everything. Um, All my friends did tennis or Pilates. None of it worked for me, but when I tried pole dancing, oh my gosh, time just stopped. (laughs) And I, I just like was able to sink into it. So So it did that for me and it also was very freeing emotionally. It just Mm. kind of opened up my world um, emotionally and it made me very strong physically, like especially, you know, many of us women are strong in our lower bodies and not so much in our upper bodies, but pole dancing really builds your upper body strength Mm. And I started to have arm muscles for the first time. So
1: that was really fun. <laughs> did you do it at a studio near your house or where 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 did you practice? I don't know what the well, right word.
2: Well, right. I, I live in Connecticut and I actually mm-hmm. took the train to New York City every Ooh. week for about 10 years to go to my post. No, down. wait,
0: wait, <laughs> wait. I miss it. I miss it. You did it once a week, or how often did you take a once, train? Once a week. Oh my gosh.
2: Wow. Yeah. Where <laughs> in New York? Like somewhere in Chelsea. Manhattan. It, it's a two hour class. So I would, I would basically just spend the day in the city, um, go to a class. Sometimes I'd go to two classes. Like I said, I could, I could do this class all day long and, and the time would fly by it. That's how it just like, it was just so right for me.
0: Oh my gosh. And I, I, am wondering I think you need to after we get off this recording I think you need to see if there are now pole dancing classes in Connecticut because you were kind of ahead of the curve on pole dancing as I recall and so I'm I'm wondering maybe whether now it has arrived in Connecticut. Um,
2: I think it has. I I believe I believe some new studios have popped up around here. So once it's time to go back into into a workout
1: studio I might venture out and try it again. Nice. <laughs> No <laughs> oh, that sounds so fun. Um, so it sounds like your business obviously is day planners for moms, which I will admit that I haven't used a paper day planner in forever, but I actually just got one at the beginning of this year. Um, I don't know why I just, I, I think I got influenced by Instagram ads and I bought it and I'm obsessed with it. So I can't wait to hear more about, you know, your business, but I'd love to know, Really, what role do you believe planning and scheduling play in managing mom life and mom stress? I mean, I have three young kids and I swear I spend hours a day just trying to do the mom shuffle and carpools and rides and snacks and whatnot. So would love to know how that would help manage a lot of mother runners stress in their life.
2: Well, I mean, I think for a lot of us, when you've got a bunch of kids, you know, two, three, four um, You know, when you're managing multiple schedules, it it is just inherently stressful. And Mm -hmm. for me, and for many of our mom agenda planner customers, being able to see your plan and your kids plan and your exercise, your meals, everything at the same time in a weekly spread, it makes you feel like you have control over your life. Mm -hmm which of course is an illusion because we don't really have control,
0: do we? You <laughs> know, especially when,
2: when there are three little kids involved. But at least you feel like, okay, I've got this. I've got it all <laughs> laid out. And at least you have a plan and things will go wrong. Yes. But if you don't have a plan, more things will go wrong. That's really my mm-hmm. the way I look at it.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's such sound advice. And I also find that it really helps my kids um, who, when they see it all laid out, like, okay. Cause they, they like to know just as much as I do. What are we doing first after school today? What practices do we have? What are we having for dinner? Um, it just, it helps everyone to be in the right mindset in my household.
2: Yes. It's very nice as the kids get older. And for me, my kids will actually write their things in my mom agenda. I've trained them very well. <laughs> they put their <laughs> well, activities yes. in for me. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, it's, it's, yeah, as head of the brand, I think I think that's uh, was imperative. They learn that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Actually, two of my kids use mom agendas. Um, mm-hmm. One of my sons and my daughter both use mom agendas, which is very interesting. The other two use electronic calendars, and so I'm trying to convert them to back to paper.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so does is. the Does the one son like put tape over the part that says "mom" on the front of it? Or? He uses the.
2: <laughs> We have a, a line called my agenda which is um, there's no there's no mom content gotcha. in it and, gotcha. uh, he uses that one yeah
0: okay good good all right so so what prompted you to write your book which is part memoir part advice
2: well you know I uh, I went through a lot uh, in terms of having this mom life crisis and um, and clawing my way out of it and as as I did, get out of it, I, I realized that I had learned all this information that they just, that we're not taught in our society. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was important to share.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, you know, I, my hope is that women who are moms can avoid the mom life crisis mm-hmm. if they can start putting these, these tips into, you know, into practice in their daily lives.
0: hmm Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And how would you define mom life crisis? I think we all have kind of this um, vague idea. You know, we all have our own sampling of it. It's kind of like a flavor or a color. We all have different interpretations of it. What, what do you define as, as mom life mm-hmm. crisis?
2: Well, I define it as, um, you know, I mean, like you said, we all experience stress and overwhelm. I think when you're in a mom life crisis, you really can't see a way out. Mm-hmm. And you think that the only way to get through the day and be a great mom is to put your needs last, or if at all on your list, mm-hmm. you know, to, to shove your needs out the door, basically take care of mm-hmm. everyone else. And that's just the way it is. You mm-hmm. just don't see a solution. That to mm-hmm. me is what the mom
0: life crisis is. Mm-hmm. I'm writing notes frantically. That's why I'm not saying. Anything. <laughs> uh, so, so Nina, what did your divorce teach you about mom life? I feel I learned so much while going through my divorce from my first husband, but we were child free. You know, you had, you had four kids.
2: Yeah. I mean, getting divorced is um, definitely not an easy thing that I went through.
0: <laughs> um,
2: as you know, uh, but I think, I think the thing I really learned is that uh, my happiness actually matters.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, it sounds so, so basic, but I think I was operating for a long time before that under a false set of assumptions, which included that my happiness did not matter mm-hmm. as long as my kids and my husband were happy. hmm Mm-hmm. Um, and that's part of the societal training. I think many of us get as women.
1: Yeah. I think Everyone people, eat first. Know, moms just get lost a little bit. Right. And they think that they have to cross off all of these to do's for their kids and their spouse and school PTA, whatever it may be laundry. And then you're, ex- I just fall apart at the end of the day. I'm exhausted. And I'm like, wait, what did I do for myself today? I was lucky if I got in a run. Um, but I think it's you know, that's why I'm so anxious to read your books. It's so important to just put us at the very, very tippy top so that we, you know, just do a better job throughout the day with everyone, our attitude with our family and home and work and everything.
2: That's right. Um, I mean, if
1: you're depleted. You have, you have nothing to give to anybody. You, you can't.
2: So it's, it's, it's all kind of backwards. If you put yourself last, you're, you're less of the mom you want to be rather than more of the mom you want to be.
1: I, I couldn't agree more um, in that. So how do we do that? I mean, what is, what advice do you have for making an attitude or mindset shift that'll help us put our needs and things that we want to do at the top of the list instead of the very bottom?
2: Well, uh, it, ironically, this is something I learned from pole <laughs> through pole dancing. <laughs> which is, um, I think you have to give yourself permission, you know, you, you, you have to say, uh, I have permission to do this. I have permission to put my needs on the same level as my kids needs.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. I, it is okay. If I pursue my happiness too, Mm -hmm. you know, like it's, again, it sounds so basic, but so many of us don't include ourselves in the equation when we're making decisions, we don't even ask ourselves that, Mm -hmm. um, So, so that's what I think. I think it's about giving yourself permission to do something that you think you're not supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Love that. Mm
0: -hmm. Again, I'm writing frantically. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, Oh my God, I'll be able to read this later. Um, So, so how to get over that feeling of it's all on me. Um, and this was a question that I got from, um, one of our, the ambassadors for our brand. Um, you know, especially when, you know, maybe your spouse or your partner's the major breadwinner and you work either part-time or not outside the home or in a job that is significantly lower paying. I think there's a sense of, well, my partner's, you know, bringing in the money that keeps us going. And so I have to pick up all the other slack that's going on in our life, all the other duties. That's, that's me. You know, how do we get over that?
2: Well, I'm sorry to I'm sorry to say it. You know, maybe it is. You know, <laughs> I mean, it was it was mm-hmm. on me. It was all on me. I know it was for me.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, and the trick is to not get uh, caught up in that where you're really bitter toward your
0: mm. if you have
2: a partner um, or toward your kids. Um, that's really and that's really the key. And I think the way to do that is to kind of let go of the idea that you have to do it perfectly and, and like good enough, be good enough, let people help you and kind of try, try to make it easier on yourself mm-hmm. because maybe it is all on you. I don't know. You know? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think that um, that resonates with me as well, because we, my husband and I are in that boat and you know there are definitely i catch myself on some days getting frustrated about it but then i remember that when i stopped working full time to stay at home with our kids which i really is is a big privilege that was kind of the agreement that we came to and now i work part time sometimes more full time for amr which is the best job in the world but mm-hmm you know, I, I, I think that that's the key. I mean, and my husband does everything in his power to help us out. You know, he goes to the grocery store, he does a lot of stuff for us, but I can't, if you get bitter about it, then it's just going to be this downward spiral that is going to ultimately end up hurting your relationship in my opinion. So I think that's good advice. You just kind of have to do it right. And ask for help. Um, I have another question, you know, things are starting to pick back up. It's kind of starting to feel a little bit more like 2019, not quite, but a little bit there work, family commitments, kids, activities, sports, volunteering, and whatnot. You know, I think during the past year, a lot of us had the opportunity to sit back and, you know, we couldn't overcommit because there wasn't anything to do. Uh, But it seems like we're kind of, some of us are back into the same boat that we were previously. So do you have any good tricks or tips for saying no and not feeling guilty? You know, again, it would be awfully easy to fall back into the pre pandemic life of saying yes to all the things, but being stressed out. um, It was kind of nice to have a break where, you know, you just had to stay at home. Uh, So any advice on how to not fall back into that trap would be, would be helpful, please.
2: So, what I do, and what I've been doing, and I and I have an anecdote about this in the book um, about how I got there. But I, I think the key is prioritizing. You know, setting mm-hmm. your top two or three priorities, and when you have kids, when you have uh, a commitment to an activity like running, when you have perhaps work that's not related to your kids you've got a lot of balls in the air. You need to prioritize. Um, so what I did a very long time ago is I took out a little post-it note and I wrote down my two priorities. One was to be the best mom I could be. The other was to build my business. And I basically started saying no to any request on my time that wasn't aligned with those two things. And Um, it really gave me a lot of clarity and it it encompassed a lot because to be the best mom I could be, I had to be healthy, which means I had to go for my run that day. Mm -hmm. To be the best mom I could be, I needed a little bit of downtime each day. Um, To build my business, I needed to put in the time, you know, so when people asked me, to do something for the PTA, for example. Well, would it get me into the classroom where I'd be interacting with my kid? Then it's a yes. Would I be in, you know, kind of hosting a social committee for the moms and where I'm not interacting with my kids? Well, that's not going to make me a better mom. So I'm going to say no to that.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. My uh, to have the two buckets. Yeah. Yeah. My, my uh, best running friend always says just don't make eye contact. Um, (laughs) so so whenever she gets uh so her name's molly and she's a veterinarian and so um and she works four days a week and so sometimes like on her day off she'll do um volunteer veterinary work for a a nonprofit that i think you know helps lower income people and their pets or something um and so i'm like oh molly you make eye contact for that one (laughs) she's like i know i know she's like but it's important to me so, but, you know, uh, with the vo- volunteering stuff at school, she's just like, just don't make eye contact. <laughs> That's a good
2: one. And I also have a lot of scripts in the book for how to say no to people in a way that feels good. Because I think many of us were not raised to say no to people in a way that feels good. I mean, it it feels uncomfortable, right? Mm-hmm. 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 Funny, but if you have that clarity around your priorities, it's a lot easier.
0: Particularly because I like that you know when you said that while your post-it notes says be the best mom possible, I like your expansive definition of what what it takes to be that best mom. That it's not that means cooking dinner seven nights a week and making sure they have healthy snacks in their lunchbox and you know that they get their <laughs> oh no <laughs> you know their their doctor's <laughs> appointments on time and and vaccinated and that sort of thing. That that it's you know that that you did have a more encompassing definition of what that is,
2: yes, being the best mom I can be means i have I have to be at my best mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, so. Any advice for carving out time for social activity for friends? And I'm talking, you know, mom friends or, you know, friends from, from college say, or, you know, (laughs) however you have, you know, from work, however you've made these acquaintances that you want to have time with and adult conversation and, you know, feel your neurons firing in your brain a little bit and, and, you know, maybe drink a, you know, adult beverage, you know, so particularly, I think sometimes It's easy when your kids are young, really young, because then it's like, okay, let's go to the playground and they can, you know, be playing freeze tag and we'll just Mm -hmm. gab, gab, gab over here, keeping an eye on the kids. But, um, but, you know. it, yeah. Right. Um, but it, it look at that. Katie, Katie drinks and drives. She doesn't pay attention to her kids in the playground. <laughs> uh, yeah. Everybody ignore this. Yes. Um, that, you know, how, ha- how do you, um, you know, how do you make sure that social activities with your friends maybe becomes part of that post-it note definition of being the best mom you can be? Well, my,
2: my tip and, trick for just about everything I want to make time for is scheduling it. Mm. Um, You know, putting it in your planner, you know, scheduling it in advance maybe, because I think that things that are in your calendar, you just do them. You know, you don't, you don't think about it. Like, and that's, that's also how I get my workout in each day. I actually schedule it in my planner. So that's, that's really what I do. Um, I write things that I want to do in my calendar in pen. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And I, and it's Mm -hmm. Mm non-negotiable.
1: That's
0: that's funny because uh, this morning when I was checking my email, so um, tomorrow evening is book group. And um, so it's at Molly's house in her backyard, you know, we'll all be outside keeping some distance from each other, but I'm really looking forward to it. It's the, it's the um, once a year a meeting where we pick the books for the following year so this isn't just you know a one-off talking about some novel this is kind of planning and exciting to d- debate about all this and then I get an email this morning for I'm doing volunteer work for the um, neighborhood home tour which I do selfishly because then I get to tour these homes because I do the write-ups for the this year will be a website usually it's a booklet but I'm like I was really torn I was like oh I really should go to the Irvington home tour meeting, you know, that now I'm part of it. And I'm like, no, I want to see my friends. I, you know, it's Cinco de Mayo mm-hmm. tomorrow. I want to have those tacos and maybe a margarita and some guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> like, that came first. I'm doing that. Yeah. You know? and, and the the two guys that I work with on, you know, touring the homes, they can fill me in if there was something important said. <laughs>
2: well they would have had me at tacos so.
0: <laughs>
1: and me at margaritas obviously
0: <laughs> we need to now do a uh caricature of you katie like, <laughs> <in my head laughs> to promote the I think good
1: for you though good for you for saying i already have this other commitment um i think that that's so important right and i was going to say one One thing that I've become especially good at the past couple of years is truly the way that I see my friends is by exercising with them. You know, a lot, most of us work out and run um, that listen to this podcast. So I run with my friends or I walk with my friends. Like if someone's like, hey, do you want to meet up for coffee? No, but I would love to go on a walk with you if they're not a runner. And that's, that's truly how I, try to carve out time for my friends because you know, mm-hmm. as we know, it's it's difficult. And then the other when you have kids running around to meet up at night. So
0: yeah. Another tip that's,
1: for everyone out there.
0: That's fine because uh so got to go tour to a house yesterday afternoon, which I just love that part of my volunteer gig. And um I really like the woman who lives there. She and her husband own the house and and I was like, oh, I'd like to become friends with her. And then I was like, oh how do I do that? <laughs> to kind of think about it. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, I could ask her to go for a walk. Yes. Yes,
1: exactly. But you have to put yourself out there. It's a little scary. It
0: is. It uh,
1: is. It's so hard as an adult, right?
0: Oh, it, it, is.
1: Is. <laughs> it is. Nina, what are some ways to get over FOMO and comparing yourself to friends, neighbors, siblings, um, et cetera? Like if, if you have friends with slightly older, older kids and perhaps more disposable income so they can do away races when you're tired, when you're tied to home because of kids and money, and that's just not an opportunity to you. I mean, how, you know, a lot of people kind of live in this world where they're at those. Those are not, that's just never, it's not going to happen anytime soon because you have younger kids or other commitments or financially it's just not feasible, but yeah. How do you kind of get over the FOMO and just stop comparing yourself?
2: It is so hard. You know, I mean, I, I, I used to have a therapist who called it compare and despair.
0: Oh, oh, I like that.
2: Yeah. Me too. (laughs) Um, because when you start comparing yourself to other people and your life to their lives, it, it's just going to make you miserable. Um, and But it's hard. It's hard not to. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially if, if someone's doing all these races that you really want to do and you're, you're tied to the house because your kids are still little, you know, part of it is, well, you know, someday in the future that's going to happen. But the other thing is stop comparing and maybe talk to yourself the way you Would talk to one of your kids if they were doing the compare and despair game, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of give yourself Mm -hmm. advice you would give one of your kids. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: You're you're just being hard on yourself, you know. Mm
0: -hmm. I mean, you live in a having grown up the next town over. I know that you live in a part of the country where if you try to play the compare game. You're just gonna lose. I mean, <laughs> no, it's
2: perpetual despair. If you, you know, <laughs> yes. I know you're a single mom in Greenwich, Connecticut. It's like everyone has, has more, but it, it's, it's, uh, it, you just don't go there, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. You just don't go there. Do you find mm-hmm. it, I, if this gets too personal, to tell me to bug off. But I mean, it, do you find it difficult to be, um, uh, unmarried person? in a a community that really has such kind of, it just to me seems like family, family everywhere. It's like, you know, mushrooms in a field after a rain.
2: (laughs) It is is (laughs) difficult. Um, I, so what I've done, I'm, I'm not married currently. um, Although I, I do have a, I'm in a committed relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, But when I got divorced, I really made a decision that my ex and i were still going to be a family.
1: Hmm.
2: So, um although i don't have a spouse, i have a very happy and healthy blended family that includes my ex, his wife, her kids, and of course my four kids. Mm-hmm. We have dinner every Sunday, you know, we wow. we go to all the graduations together, <laughs> we have holidays together. So, i do still feel like i have that family unit. Um
0: Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, Thanks. this is yeah good I mean, this for is, you guys. Yeah, a, a tangent. And how does your partner feel about that? I mean, was that a hard nut for him to crack?
2: Well, I, it became kind of a dating litmus test.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm sure.
2: Um, you know, there are certain things about you that that you're not going to change you. Not that you can't change them. You don't want to change them. And, and mm-hmm. one of them you know, whenever I would start dating someone, I would say it right up front. I'm very close with my ex, mm-hmm. and uh, he's part of my life. He's my friend. Um, that's that's the situation. That's me. Mm-hmm. He's part of the package.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And um, my my guy is, you know, also friendly with his ex. He totally gets
0: it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Made for a big bubble during the pandemic, though I can imagine.
1: <laughs> it, it was fantastic you know it was, mm-hmm. it was very- well, so, so healthy for your kids
0: yeah and yes. my my other current event joke is maybe you can give some advice to Bill and Melinda Gates um <laughs> <laughs> well you know what's funny
2: is um everyone on Twitter was like oh this is so sad but but when I hear that people are getting divorced I often think Well, that's probably they're probably going to be happier so that's good for them Mm -hmm. and maybe that's because that's what my experience has been Mm -hmm. you know i'm a happier person my ex is a happier person the -hmm. kids are happier because we're happier you know what i mean so it's Mm -hmm. it's a domino effect so that's what i think about divorce now that's a good perspective out of touch but that's how
0: it is for me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. awesome so so I, I've said it many times on our podcast that self-care is one of the main tenets of AMR and um, which made me especially love one of the chapters in your book, which is titled self-care when everything sucks. Uh, <laughs> so, so talk a bit about the irony that the time we need self-care the most is when we probably have the least amount of time to do it, the least amount of emotional bandwidth to do it. Um, you know, um, how can you do it when you need it most?
2: You know, I think that, uh, that there's a famous quote about, it, it applies to, medit- it's, it's a, it was written about meditation, but it applies here. Someone said, um, you should meditate for, these aren't the exact words, you should meditate for 20 minutes a day, unless you're too busy, then you should meditate for an hour a day. <laughs> and I think that applies to self-care when you're a mom as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Because when we're depleted, going back to what Katie was saying earlier, when we're that depleted, that's when we're in the most danger of becoming resentful Mm -hmm. and angry and lashing out at our poor, unsuspecting partners. (laughs) Yes. They have no idea what happened. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's when it really becomes, that's when we're so vulnerable to kind of the the self-sabotage. So it's super important in those moments to just take a step back and say, okay, I need to, I need to get it together, you know?
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. My husband has very not so gently said, I think you need to go for a run. And he's right. And then I go for a run and that's my meditation and, you know, everything. Just listen to music and get out of the house. Good man right there. Yes. Yes.
0: It's like that T-shirt we used to have in our store. If you don't have anything nice to say, go for a run. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> Maybe we need to bring that back. Well, Seriously, that's, yeah,
2: that's why exercise is so important, right? It, it helps us keep our sanity.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this morning I was talking about this topic with my running buddy Trisha, and she was saying, "Oh well, remember when self-care became like the thing to do, and we decided that we weren't going to, that we weren't selfish if we did it." And she was like, wait, I've been doing self-care even before we had decided that. What does that make me? like?" (laughs) (laughs) So I do think, I think, you know, taking that time, we have to remember that the, the the benefits are, you know, payback in spades to the people in our lives. So, so even if we deem it taking some time away from them, that we come back to them a better person. Exactly.
2: I, I always think of my long runs during the uh during my half marathon training, which you know were shorter than your long runs, Sarah, because <laughs> I never ran a marathon, but going out for a two hour run was taking away time from my children on a on a Sunday or a Saturday. But I would come back and be like on over the moon,
1: you know, just mm-hmm.
2: the best possible version of myself.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Exactly. Yeah,
1: it was worth it. Mm -hmm. But that's a hard that's a hard point to get to, I think. Um, But it's wonderful when you do realize that taking that time just makes everything in your house happier and better for you. Um, another chapter in your book is called the pursuit of happiness. It seems that too often women merely exist or get by telling themselves there's time down the road to be happy. But unfortunately that's just, it's obviously not always the case. Can you talk to us about striving for happiness and and how to actually make it happen? The million dollar well, question. I mean, um, definitely buy my book
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yes, <laughs> because there, there are a number of of steps that I talk about to making it happen. But I I think it comes back to what's something I said earlier, which is you have permission
1: to be happy. Mm -hmm. Okay.
2: You know, like we were, we were all, I think women in our age group, many of us were kind of trained that, you know, no pain, no gain. You have to suffer for good things to happen, you know, and, and when you're a mom, you, you, you know, there's going to be some pain before you get to the good part. I say, you don't have to suffer. You don't have to be miserable. Mm-hmm. Give yourself permission to enjoy it, to, mm-hmm. to let it be fun. Let it be easy. Mm-hmm. Let other people help
1: you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Let it not be perfect. Yeah. Does that make sense? Let mm-hmm. it not be perfect. That's a good parting line.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, Nina, it has been great to talk with you two days in a row on the <laughs> Instagram today. So thank you so much for joining us.
2: Thanks for having me. It was great to see you guys and talk to you about all this.
0: Yeah. Thanks, and, ha- and happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Happy Mother's Day to both of you. Thank Bye-bye. you. Oh my goodness. I. Uh, who, could, who could ever think you could be such good pals with your uh, husband's you know, college love. So, (laughs) right.
1: I mean, you guys might have to go on a girl's trip somewhere. You guys get along well. She seems
0: awesome. She is awesome. We've had lunch a number of times when I've been back home visiting my family and stuff. So yes. So, all right, well, Portland Retreat, Katie. That's what we're going to talk up for a minute because there are just a few spots left. We had—I haven't told you guys this—we had a mother-daughter duo register. um, I love that. Yeah, and they're fun, and uh, a grown daughter. So um, you have to be—I guess—well, I I guess over eighteen, over twenty-one. What would be our age limit on the retreat? Uh, I mean, no one wants a twelve-year-old there. Let's just put it (laughs) out there. (laughs) So, So we are particularly excited because we had a brainstorming call you dimity me and melissa our retreat coordinator and we decided on the race that we're adding to the event it is called the columbia gorge marathon it has a marathon half marathon and half marathon relay and my goodness the columbia river gorge is just I have to say it it's gorgeous it is so breathtakingly beautiful and <laughs> I mean, when you go out there, you're like, oh my gosh, are Lewis and Clark going to round the bend? And
1: Mm -hmm. it's just
0: so dramatic and so lush and there's waterfalls and a lot of the race is on this um, converted um, trail that used to be a railroad and it's just... It is just mind blowingly beautiful. And so we're going to do that. And then we're talking about all the different programming we're going to have the speakers and the expert sessions and the yoga and maybe Pilates. And it's just going to be fabulous. And I laughed because, um, we had said, okay, Katie, I don't think you're going to be able to come out to the retreat. And now you're like, Hey, now that we're doing the Columbia Gorge marathon, I want to come out.
1: I know, I know. And I haven't told you this yet, but I was, my husband grew up in Portland or he went to high school out there and I was telling him that this was going to be the race. And he's like, Oh, I want to run a marathon in the fall. Can I come? And I was like, you cannot. Nope. Uh, but it's going to be gorgeous. And I'm hoping that I can go, <laughs> but he, he was like, that is such a beautiful part of the country. I'm so envious that you guys are going to do that or that the yeah. retreaters are going to be able to experience that. So it's going to yeah. be amazing.
0: Yeah. And then, and then at, there's lunch afterwards. And then we're talking about hanging out in this town called hood river that is just such a charming town with these cute shops right along the columbia and so it's gonna be a ton of fun so if you are wanting to join us hurry up and sign up because there as i said there's just a few spots left and you would go to do that you go to another click on the retreats um tab at the top navigation and it'll um, get a little drop down and just click on portland retreat and, and you can sign up and join us right there yep Our podcast today was produced in Portland, Oregon by Alex Ward from Sounds Like Pictures. Many happy miles and happy Mother's Day.